Warning, warning. Warning. Prolonged listening to this show has been known to cause side effects such as excessive winning, making money, getting jacked, and loving life. Tune in at your own risk. And now, without further ado, welcome to The Spencer Clay Show. What is going on, guys? Spencer Clay's here, back with the first podcast episode of the year, 2024. Just got back from traveling, you know, Mexico, Europe, and to be honest, like, traveling is cool and all, and I, I was thinking this before I left last year, we're just going to get right into the podcast, by the way, you know, we kind of have some topics structured, but, you know, you know me, I just got to kind of riff on it, so, um, like, last year I was just like, you know, obviously it gets cold, rainy, wet here up in the Pacific Northwest, and... So I was just like, you know, fuck, I want to be somewhere warm. I want to travel. I just want to travel all the time. And I was thinking about that. And we get on the road and like literally like two weeks in, I'm just like, fuck, like I want to get back home. Like I'm already ready to get back to work. And so we keep traveling another couple of weeks. Like we were gone in total of what, like five weeks or something, which in my opinion was just way too long to be on the road. Obviously, we, you know, we were going different places and we were with family and such. So it was, I had a great time, great experience. And all that. But in my opinion, I feel like I don't like to travel more than like two weeks at a time. Cause then I just, I really need to get back to my routine, keep at the gym. Cause like, I don't care who you are. Like when you're traveling like country to country, you're traveling thousands of miles, you're not going to be able to keep up with a work schedule or a gym schedule. It's just, just not going to happen. You can have shit to do and stuff. So I love my routine. I love getting to work. That's just what I like to do. Like I, and then, so today we're going to talk a little bit more about like fear and stuff and like the uncertainty that comes with, you know, being an entrepreneur, being self-employed, whatever you have. And cause this is stuff that I've, I still deal with to this, to this day. Like we all have, you know, my dog just went to the vet the other day. It was like 1200 bucks. It's just like that. And then plus like, you know, we got, we got married. So that was obviously quite a bit of expenses there. So, I mean, everything's fine, but it's just like, Never, you never can really shut off that little part of your brain that's like, oh, what if you don't make any more money? I don't know why. Like it, it, even when I was making like almost no money, and now when I'm making a lot more money, that little voice never goes away. So if you're watching this and you're like, fuck, like I'm, I'm kind of worried about this new year, like, or I don't know what I'm gonna do. Just know that 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 voice is always gonna be there. You gotta learn to fight with it at any income level because I mean, you could be making a million dollars a year, a million dollars a month. And at that point, your expenses are going to be pretty big and you're going to have a lot farther to fall. So if you're watching this right now and you are still kind of new to the game, you're just starting stuff, realize that you don't really have that much to lose. Like, especially if you're watching this and you're a young man, that's like, you know, under the age of 30 and you don't have any kids or something. Like, what do you have to lose? Like, what's the worst thing that could happen if you start your own business, if you do your own thing? Tim Ferriss talks about this a lot. It's called fear setting. You literally just take out a piece of paper and you write down what are, what am I afraid of right now? What are the worst things that could happen? So for example, let's say, let's, let's go back to money. What's the worst thing that can happen? Okay. I don't have enough money to pay rent or I don't have enough money to pay the, the car bill. Okay. Maybe they, you give the car back, you sell the car. Maybe you need to move to a cheaper home. Worst case, what is absolute worst? Maybe you sleep in your car for a bit or you sleep in your truck, <laughs> assuming you didn't give both of them away, but I've been there. I, I've been where I had to sleep in my truck. So I'm not worried about like, I mean, obviously this is completely hypothetical because, um, I I believe it was Mark Twain had a great quote, which is like, I have had a lot of fear happen in my life. The thing was none of it ever came to pass or something like that. I, I just butchered that quote, but it was like something along the lines of like, I've had a lot of 
things go wrong, most of it was in my head. You know, most of the things that we worry about, because think about it right now, you're sitting here watching this and you've solved a hundred percent of your problems in your life up until this point, right? Like we think like all these, these things, like our mind loves to go to conflict and all these things that are going wrong when we forget to look at like what has gone right in our lives, right? Like, and that's, that's something that's really important when you're getting back into it is to remembering those wins. Like, remember those fucking wins, go back, look at your photos, pull out some old checks from old customers, look at that money and look at the wins that you've had and just be like, yeah, that was, that was fucking me. I remember, I remember doing that. That wasn't that hard. It wasn't that hard. So just remembering those past wins is, is huge. And it really gets that momentum going. Cause like taking five weeks off for me, I mean, that also just like completely derails your momentum and momentum is literally like one of the, the laws of the universe, like Isaac Newton, like inertia, like an object in motion will keep in motion until another force acts is against it. And it's the same thing with people with your life. If you stop moving forward, if you stop going to the gym, if you stop working, it's going to be that much harder to get started again. The good news is as soon as you start, it's going to get easier and easier and easier. So the hardest part, oftentimes, I know it's super cliche to say, but the hardest part is just starting, like literally just fucking getting up in the morning, going to the gym. Like if, if you have a problem going to the gym, because even for me, I, I didn't, I was going, I only went to the gym like three or four times all the month of December, which for me is like a record low, but I wasn't eating like shit. I was drinking a good amount, but just like a little bit of wine, a little bit of beer, nothing crazy. Like I'm not getting pissed. Drunk. I don't think I got drunk like any time at all. So just drinking a little bit. Cause that's, I mean, you go to Europe or anywhere else and they just drink a few beers. They drink wine. They don't card you at all. That's one thing I, I want to talk a little about the experiences of traveling outside of America and then coming back to America and kind of like how that went. But, um, if we have any other fear stuff, I will, I will kind of discuss that as we kind of go along. Cause this, you know, we're just hanging out here, you and me. And so what were you we saying? Traveling to other countries and drinking. Yeah. So it's just like, it's just crazy. Cause you can really see how in America they treat us like kids here. You, you ask for a beer or something, they have to card you like, Oh, sir, I'm going to need to see your ID. I'm like, dude, I have a full beard. Like I'm 20, 27 years old. Like, and then in Europe, it's like not a single time, Mexico, not a single time. Do you get asked? You get treated like an adult there. Like they allow their kids. I mean, not kids, but like 16, 18 or whatever it is to drink. But even still, like, it's just like, you can drink there as long as you're responsible with it. Like here in America, they just like automatically treat us like we're all irresponsible little kids. And that just like, that really makes everyone even more irresponsible. You know, like it's like that fucking issue. And, you know, same thing with like guns and stuff, like a lot of other countries, like guns are not as big of a deal. Obviously some countries it's harder to get guns, but here it's just, we treat everyone like a little kid and it, we put the, and that's why people are acting up. So I don't know. I don't want to go into all that other political issues. Like I want to stay away from that. I got a little bit into that, a little bit heated on in Instagram the other day. You know, we had, we were driving, we just, we just landed back into Seattle and the, the SeaTac airport. And my, I, we live like 30 minutes, 45 minutes maximum away from the airport. So uh, we landed at like one, I was like, cool, we're going to be home a little bit. I'm going to get to see my dog. I'm going to get to like get some food. I was, I was hungry. We were traveling for like 35 hours, like straight. Well, not straight. We were just like, had, had a couple stops, a couple layovers and such. And we get back. And so we're, we're driving home and like all of a sudden we get caught in this massive traffic and I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, it was like 20 minutes and we weren't moving. Like usually rush hour, you're at least like moving a little bit, but it's a Saturday. I was like, what's going on? It's like two, it's like one o'clock on a Saturday. And so I get out and I see all these flags waving and I was like, oh no. 
and of course it was a, it was a protest for the for the the war over in in the Middle East, the Israel Palestine and stuff. And like I don't I don't really want to go into all that here because um, obviously I was I was pretty mad about it because these people are standing in the middle of the road. Like protest all you want, war is a terrible thing, but like not in the middle of the in the of middle of the highway and causing me to be or thousands of other people to be like hours late to wherever like what if someone need to go to the hospital like just the highway is not not the place to do it so i don't really want to talk about that here because this is about business we're going to talk about money getting that fucking mindset right and it's really crazy to see like as soon as like you know we land in america it's like all the tvs just goes back to the fear mongering of like all the war or like politics or collections and all this and it's just like it is pure cancer like all that stuff is just designed it's called fear mongering. It's just literally just designed to get you like in that that fearful state. And when you're in that state, it's so much harder to win. That's how and that gives you anxiety. It gives you all these things that like that they want us to be. And it's not necessarily like the news is evil per se. Like I wouldn't say that. I would say it's more of like that's just what gets clicks. Like even like running ads for myself and making my own podcasts and like and posts on on social media, negative connotations to like an art to something performs so much better than positive. Like people would so much rather click on the headline, like, Oh, like what's a, the, the Miami mall, like shots fired. Like people want to see what happened there versus like, Oh, like someone did, someone made some money today. And like, here, here's how to make a hundred bucks extra per hour. Like people want to see the, the drama. They want to see what's going on. You know, people, that's just how we are as humans. So like the news just taps into that. They tap into the fear state and so you just got to be really aware of how that that's how we humans naturally operate. We just operate out of fear and we always want to see what's going on. So you got to train yourself out of it. You got to like, I, we don't, I don't watch the news ever. The only time I ever even see it is at the gym, which something that I hate. I hate that they post it there. I hate that they have the, the TVs with all this garbage on. Usually they have sports on, which is cool. But when they have like either, either one, like whether it's Fox or CNN, I don't care which side you're on, like all that shit is just just designed to keep us in that state and not doing our own thing because we got to focus on what we can control i've talked about this a lot but it's like there's so much stuff that we cannot control like i can't control who's going to get elected i can't control a war over in some other country i can't control any i can most people can barely control their own lives and they have people worrying about all this other stuff and that's something that's really important to realize is that you need to focus on you you need to control yourself control your own life and that's, that's not going to come from worrying about all this other stuff. I had another point there, but I lost it. So I'm going to just gonna keep going. Um, ah, I can't remember what it was, but people, people just want you. They don't, they don't want you thinking for yourself. They want you worried. I mean, you just see it. Everyone on, on all the comments on social media, they're all worried about other people. Like, bro, like, why don't you worry about yourself? dude? like, as Jesus said, take the log out of your own eye before worrying about the speck in another person's eye. Like people will, will just say so much stuff when they themselves, their their family life is a wreck, they're fat, they're overweight, they're unhealthy, they're broke, they're poor. Like the amount of comments I get of people like, oh, you don't make that much money per day or whatnot. They're just like these people are broke or like the the protester thing. I got a, a bunch of negative like messages and stuff. And like I was looking at their bios and stuff. Like these guys are overweight. They're like they're like fat or whatever and they're or they're broke or they just got no followers at all they got like 10 followers i'm just like okay so i'm supposed to listen to your opinion dude like i don't know people have this need to like get other people to like listen to them it's, it's this weird thing and even here i mean obviously you could say i'm doing that you know i want people to listen to me but 
at the same time, I don't really care. Like I know I'm still living my life either fucking way. I make this free content for you guys to watch and enjoy. If you don't go somewhere else, this is free. Like if you don't want to be here, I don't, I don't fucking, I don't care. So we have my own group of people that my own boys that I have my inner circle and stuff. And that's awesome. So like people need to focus more on what they can control and quick coffee break. I'm going to try and remember that other point, but anyways, let's get into some, some more business, business questions. I posted a video yesterday about how to get to 10 K per month easy and just, just realizing that it's, it's not that hard guys. Like we have tons of guys in my group. I've seen, I got some good questions like, Oh, does this work in this country? Does this work for car detailing? Does this work over here? Like, so just realize that like it, it does not take that much to get any sort of these businesses going. Like how many customers do you really need? Like if you're doing a job for 500 bucks, you just need 20 jobs in a month, like 20 little customers to make, with 500 bucks each. That's $10,000 a month. And most of that's profit. Like when you're until you have employees and stuff, like most of it is profit. And so I was even over in Portugal and stuff. I was talking to a guy who does window cleaning out there in Portugal. And then we have guys in my inner circle that worked on Australia, up in Canada. And it's just like realizing that home service isn't necessarily like, I wouldn't even say it's like an industry of like home service, like is a thing like, like lawyers or like doctors. I don't really know what I was going with that, but like, it's just like, what do people need done? That's what I would really focus on asking. Where's the demand in my market? Like if I live wherever, like what do people need? Like that's what it comes down to. And what a lot of people have tried to do is they try and just look at what everyone else is doing, like drop shipping or e-commerce or crypto. Like, oh, what is everyone else doing? What is easy? What can I start doing today? And they, they kind of lose sight of what do people actually need? Do people really need another drop shipped fucking AliExpress product from China? No. Do, do people really need to be shilling crypto coins and like making another Instagram account that like tags people on Instagram? Like, oh, follow this crypto. It's just like, no, no one needs that. So like focus on what people need. Like, so if you go, go to Craigslist or something, go to Facebook pages or Facebook groups, like the, you you have your, every, every little town has a little group, you know, the Kitsap, like moms or like the Bothell business, small business association or whatever, like all these groups. And you can see what people need. Like, Hey, does anyone do this? Does anyone do that? And just finding like that, that, that perfect meld of like, you know, imagine a Venn diagram where it's like on one hand you have what do people need? And then the other side is like, what are you, what do you like to do? And in the middle, that's where you get paid. That's where you find the money. So realizing that like, it's not necessarily like home service. Like you don't have to. And that's another thing that a lot of people, they'll look at, they'll ask me like, Oh, roof cleaning. Like there's no one that does that in my area. Like, I don't think I could do it here. That's totally fine. You don't need to do roof and gutter clean. That's just what I did. I started doing pressure washing. I didn't even know about roof and gutter cleaning until like people after people like were just asking me like, Hey, do you do this? I really need this done. And so excuse me, my brain automatically just picks that up. It's like, okay, people need this done. Anytime someone talks about like talks like that, I, re I remember like every single event, like, cause I remember one time I was like, Oh, do you know anyone who does pool cleaning? I can't find anyone who does pool cleaning get that, mo that motor in your brain should be going. Another person's like, Oh, do you know anyone who does junk hauling? Like I can't find anyone who does this. And so get that mode in your brain. You got to recognize where problems are and then just go fill that need. So that is just like, once you get, once you start thinking about that, you realize that there is so much, so much unlimited potential in this world. Like if you, if you can't find a business to start, or if you can't find enough customers, you're kind of saying that like, Hey, the world is perfect. No one needs anything. 
which is just until the end of time, people are going to need things done. So whether it's roof cleaning, gutter cleaning, whether it's content like this, like and I've written books and stuff, people like they've told me many times, like, I mean, not, they haven't told me to like write a book, but I get, if I get 15, 20 questions about a single topic, I'm going to write a book about it. I'm going to see like, okay, people obviously have a need for this content. I'm going to put it out there and, you know, hopefully get paid for it. And just, just working from that point of like solving problems versus like trying to react to everything is that's, that's just the way to go. So that is pretty much all the content, like everything that I wanted to cover in today's video. If you guys have any questions, obviously, you know, hit me up in the comments down below this YouTube video. If you're listening to this on Spotify, just go to the YouTube video, go down there. Also, the blog is is back to spencerclays.com. So if you want to read some of this stuff more in just like a casual format, just go to spencerclays.com. And yeah, I will see you guys in the next episode. Let's get it, guys. Peace. Thanks for tuning in to the Spencer Clay Show. That's all for now. See you in the next episode. Peace.